because it, you, the way you were describing 3D and how a lot of it just sort of sucks, it feels like a lot of it you attribute to this sort of lifeless, soulless sort of art that some, sometimes tends to get created out of out of 3D versus like, you know, something's more organic and much more, um, you know, I guess, uh, full, yeah. full, full of life. Like, how did you like, I'm curious how your, 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 your uh, creative process started uh, with regards to using software that wasn't necessarily shining um, in, in, in those kind of ways. Yeah, this is good. You know, it's interesting because I don't think, I actually think that the, the, the reason, well, I won't say the reason, but the, the software at the time, it was, it was so much about the software. It was like the tool was everything because a tool couldn't really do much. I think that's the, as much as we, you know, there was a lot of cool 3D stuff that was done in the 80s, even in the 70s, there was interesting stuff being done, but it it just took monumental efforts and a huge amount of, you needed to be more of an, a programming engineer to actually be able to do anything significant. It just wasn't, uh, there just wasn't that much to for artists to do in those platforms. So for me, a lot of that stuff was the, the experimental. I, I was mostly experimenting and doing odd little things here and there. And I don't, I just don't think that the the software at the time had the fidelity to capture mm. enough of the nuance that makes mm. the world that we perceive as complex and chaotic. Uh, it, there just wasn't the resolution. And I mean that in everything, like, you know, whether it's, I don't just mean pixels. I obviously, I mean like the capacity for the program to execute so many different variations of yeah. simulation and cloth and bone and all that stuff. So the less of that you have, the more rigid what you're making is and unless you really understand that tool so you'll see i feel like you see a lot of stuff now which is really cool where people will make super retro animations but what they're doing is they're taking you know decades of i would say almost inherited computer knowledge and art and they're able to like apply that to a tool that we were just learning how to use so we didn't even know mm -hmm. how to use it well most of the time um mm -hmm. i think you know a lot of early cg art it doesn't look great because it wasn't artists using it a lot or people that had True. a lot of experience to know how to use the limits of the tool right they were yeah. they were more just discovering it but i still argue today is like i see those old bitmap game bitmap games you know or the old LucasArts games or the old you know the sierra games and they still look kind of strangely eerie and beautiful today and they were just done in pixels because the color and the placement and everything was a very artistic process they had there had mm. already been 10 or 20 years of pixel art being done so a lot of knowledge was happening there. So they every, every I think the birth of all technology, I feel like that with VR too, is that you, we just don't understand the best way to utilize it initially. You have the greatest artists in the world working on this stuff, but it doesn't necessarily translate to a viable experience when you're when you're in a different technology. You know, and I think that's that would when they first, at least my understanding of when they first had film. I just learned this recently is it, it, it took them decades before someone ever did a cut, like before they actually would do action in a room. Like let's say I walk in the room, they would film the whole action. Guy walks in the room, looks around, picks something up, something, something happens. They never cut, they never did a close up, And it only happened by accident that someone did it because they hmm. thought it would break the break people's <clears throat> brains. Essentially they would lose um, what's it called? coherence they would be like oh what what's how did i yeah. teleport to this person's face yeah and yeah they know they didn't think it was possible and so it wasn't until someone accidentally did it and they saw That's it happen funny. more and more that people were like oh wait we don't have to show the people get off the horse and walk all the we can just show them hop off and cut to something else and our brains stitch all the rest together 
And yeah. yeah, so it's really it's really interesting. And I think until we really look at technology through, and it's the same thing when we were talking about working from home, at least in my mind, is until we look at like, how does the human brain perceive reality? What information do we really need mm. to give it? And where yeah. are we wasting our time? Where are we filling in all these details that don't need to yep. be there to actually make the experience more? They're doing it in game engines all the time, right? They're doing that stuff now where yep. they actually will do textures will decrease in, in quality as they get further yep. from the center of the screen or yeah. center of LOD. focus. Yeah, it's like this dynamic focus shifting. And if you yep. actually took a snapshot of the screen and looked at it, it's like looks like shit everywhere except oh, yeah. in this, these main areas. But as yep. far as our eyes are concerned, that's all that's where we need it, right? 